right, I'm gonna take off my headset for this intro. I'm, I'm just gonna do it. It's gonna be a running intro. All right, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Just wait. Triforce Podcast! Woo! Trumpet music, please. Editors insert that. That kind of thing. It's like we've run out onto stage, you know? Like, oh, I see. You don't just start oh, a show yeah. sat there. That's like, true. And everyone yeah. always does their like pop, 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 or their like warp voice warm ups yep. before. And then they run out of stage like, ah! like it gives you a lot yeah, of yeah. Down energy. The They're running the down the steps of the in podcast. their suit. Yeah, we, well, it kind of reminds me of the Muppet Show. Remember the intro to the Muppet Show <laughs> yeah. with Kermit the Frog? He's like, welcome to the Muppet Show. And then he's just like waving his hands, and then the you know the curtain ah. comes up. and It was so exciting, that intro. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It was one of the better intros for sure. Yep. Okay, we should always do that then. I'm worried yeah. that we don't have much follow-up though, because already I'm like out of energy and I'm, I'm already like sleep. slumping yeah, in my chair. Yeah, but don't worry, what will happen is <laughs> the editors are going to put in some really upbeat music, yeah. like pow, and it'll be like the Triforce podcast, ah! and they'll be like they'll put crowd sounds in and people are pulling stuff, lasers, lasers and, yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 all that kind of stuff, and and uh, it'll be amazing. All right, so fill me in. And then we just sit around talking about dad stuff. No, let's just dive into the dad stuff. Any dad things happened this week? Oh, man, I had a fucking whole week of, like, nonstop dad action. Last week, I was on vacation with my family for a solid seven days. We went to the um, United Kingdom, the mainland, Mm. as we call it over here. And um, (laughs) we visited uh, Center Parks in Longleat. If you've ever been before, it's a nice place. Nice place to take your family. Right. It's one of those places. United Kingdom or Longleat? Uh, both. Uh, you uh, know, the United Kingdom's fairly nice. Longleat's beautiful. Is that the one with the safari park? Where the, yeah, uh, that's Longleat. Yeah, that's Longleat. So, like, yeah. Longleat Forest is where uh, Centre Parks is as well. It's just, like, next-door neighbours. Is it where you drive your car around and the monkeys pull off your um, windscreen yeah. wipers? And stuff? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They've got, Lewis, like, they're called children. They've got, okay. <laughs> they've got lions, they've got some giraffes and stuff. They've got feral... Feral children foaming at the mouth. Uh, took me a while to get that one. Running around, uh, trying to pull things off your car and stuff. Yeah. But um, so we were at, but we stayed at Center Parks the whole time this time, and it's one of those places where it's like you buy you you you, you pay for your accommodation, you get there, and then it's it's kind of like a menu, right? You can do as much or as little as you want to. If you want to just hang out at your like little villa or cottage thing or whatever mm. all the time and like watch TV and have barbecues and stuff, you can do that. It's cool. It's fine. There's lots of nice places to walk around. You can you can hire a bike or you can just like do lots of different things. Like we did a whole bunch of shit while we were there and it was really fucking exhausting. It was fun, but holy crap, I'm so tired. Like I I I don't know if I'll ever recover. Like I'm too old did for you center parts. Have now. like an itinerary planned, or did you just kind of wing it each day? You're like what are we, we going to do today? We just, we just, we we we're very much up for winging it. Like we don't right. really plan things too. You are far. wingers. Yeah. yeah do you like wingers. that? Do you like that sort of free roaming? I think act- so. Activity? Yeah. I think it works better with kids because kids are so unpredictable. So you can get a sense for what kind of mood they're in, and then you can plan accordingly you, that day. Do you have like things though, like you make an effort to go out and do something, or do you do you sometimes just have a day where you 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 just can't be asked to leave the room, or is that is that impossible with kids? Is it like well, does it just it's make imp- you go stir crazy? It's impossible. Yeah. One yeah. the one day that we decided that it was raining, we were we were all tired. It was like near the end of like the the vacation or whatever. And we were like, let's just like stay in today or at least try to stay in. But it's not relaxing at all. You don't just like sit there and 
fart around on your iPad and, you know, eat potato chips or whatever. Like basically you spend the whole day constantly telling people to stop doing things, <laughs> making sure that they don't kill themselves. Uh, you have to sort of watch out for when they leave the room and they're by themselves because all it takes is a split second for one of them to like knock out all their teeth like on a, and that's your wife on a sink or whatever yeah i know my wife is just like so so crazy and like i i gotta keep uh, tabs on her all the time it's nuts but uh but yeah so it's it, it was it was fun but it was really fucking hardcore and like full on and stuff and it, it was good we had like you know we had a we rented a car to get there because we had to like fly into an airport that was nowhere near where we were going so we got to drive around the uk a bit and stuff and that was pretty cool and um, and yeah, and everyone, we got home, and then literally the 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 day after we got home, my son started school again. So it's just been like I have to do the school runs now. Got to wake up like super early to get him ready and like take him to school. And, Did you take a picture of him uh, on the doorstep as like first day of school thing? Yeah, you have to like every year. Like, yeah, you, we we've got him for every year. You yeah, have you like his, their uniforms change and stuff, and they look bigger and everything. It's hilarious. So you got to take pictures. They like oh to look God. at them too. Yeah, they love it. They love yeah. it. Yeah, they look back a couple of years and they're like, oh, I can't believe I was so small. And you're like, yep, that was you. Now look I'd, at you. Uh, my <laughs> mum was up for the last week because she uh, she loves my, my girls. She loves them. And she's on her own, obviously. So she kind of, she comes up uh, as often as she can to, to look after the girls. So I, I kind of had a dad week in that I was able to pretty much do what, what I wanted. Did a few things with my mum and the kids, but generally she'd take them out and do stuff with them. So I was able to, you know, we did like some recording this week and stuff like that. Mm. And um so I was able to do stuff, um, which was nice. That was pretty much why she, that was her excuse. Oh, this way you'll be able to work and stuff like that. So I was able to do not really too much dad stuff. I was doing more sort of PFLAC stuff than dad stuff. But um, nice. it was funny because I was talking to my mum. This is when I drove her to the station just now. She was telling me about like um, when we first moved over here. Obviously, I was very young. I was like eight or nine. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I have vague recollections of the kind of jobs that she used to have. And I know that one of the jobs she had was... Um, a friend of mine uh, ran a, his family ran a guest house, so she worked sort of uh, for the guest house. So she was working for my friend's mum, which is uh, yeah a little awkward, I guess. Like, but um, it, you know, money's money. Um, but the the main thing that she was telling me was that that I didn't know or I'd forgotten was that she had done spent some time looking after uh, some old people in the area, sort of as sort of a not not a nurse so much as just a helper, if you like. All right. Um, so the lady that we bought our house off in Bournemouth, lovely old lady who's almost 100% dead by now um, because it was a long time ago <laughs> which is the she first thing that I be. thought of was just, she must be we dead did she's, she's, she's dead she's, no 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 she's 98% dead she's she is, like a yeah. zombie like, hanging on yeah, by a thread almost certainly gone right. um, but she she had like she you know these old ladies um, obviously it's, it's generally old ladies left on their own because the men die younger right so these old ladies keep plowing on into their, their late 80s and, and 90s and stuff mm. somehow a lot of them have really 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 interesting lives like really interesting lives and there's millions of them stashed away in these old granny flats in Bournemouth. And I just think it's such a shame that they don't have any people to really talk to. And their stories are kind of lost. You know, their, their entire life history boils down to them for the last five or ten years of their life just in a flat being alone. Mm. Um, and I, I think it's, it's really sad because my mum was telling me one of these ladies... Um, she'd had a really interesting life. She'd like a couple of her husbands had been like really wealthy or, or something, you know, something, some crazy fucking job that they had. One of them was like this governor 
She lived in, in India in the 20s. Whoa. Like, imagine that. So it was like way back. Man, I can't even um, imagine living in India in the year 2017, <laughs> let alone the, the 1920s. The 1920s. <laughs> so she was there for that. And her husband had all these polo trophies. He used to play a lot of polo. So he was obviously quite posh. But uh, one time they were walking, um, they were going out for dinner and they had to go down through a fairly sort of dodgy area. Not dodgy in terms of the people, but dodgy in terms of it's, it's literally like the jungle. Like it was near this jungle path. So he said to her, now we'll probably see a tiger, darling. It's not uncommon, but don't worry. The tiger is much more afraid of you than you are of it. Right. And she says, does the tiger know this? Nice. Because it's like, it's, it's a really good question. There's a friggin' tiger. And I'm like, damn, now this old lady's living in this granny flat with like a hundred other grannies all in tiny little flats. But she lived in India and she's like seen lions and shit. So I just think it's a shame. I I, I don't know uh, if there's stories and yeah, there's stories about stuff. I mean, the 1920s in India, think how much she could tell you about what that was like. Well, here's like not the just thing, the stuff right? you could see on Pathé News. It's like really yeah. interesting day-to-day -day stuff. Everyone knows something you don't. Right, and everyone's got stories that are interesting. They well, they are very happy to tell you. Actually, do you know what? I don't think my nan actually does. My nan is one of these ninety-year-old ladies who, you know, who's gradually got sort of more incapable as she's she's grown older. Yeah. And so we've had people go and help her, you know, collect the shopping or push her down to the library or whatever it is that you know gradually. And I think she's. She recently sort of asked us to put her in a more of a home where she could sort of not... She wanted that, though. She was kind of like... Um, yeah, I think you know, it's I, a sensible decision. I can't be asked anymore. I want to kind yeah. of... don't want to bother cooking for myself. Can can we get can we get me in a home with other old ladies where I can chat to them and play Scrabble? And, yeah. And I don't know. It's like... It's it's a different thing. But, but she, I don't think she has any interesting stories, actually. I mean, I speak to her all the time. Maybe she's told me them all already, actually. Maybe that's it's it. It's really weird, though, isn't it? What have these people done that makes them so fucking like unwanted and repulsive that nobody wants to look after their own mums and dads and they just like I don't think it's up... repulsive that's, no, that's I know. unfair I don't you know think, I mean? I know. Like, I think that's no, also generalisation nobody wants to do right? it nobody wants to do it shut like, up loads every, of people want to do it and those people do their, do it their parents like their old ass parents off to like uh, like a, a home, a retirement home. I can understand a nursing home. Okay? No, but I think like, this is a stereotype. I think we 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 see this on TV and movies, and we, as, as like something to to demonize, right? Like, yeah. And, we, and I don't think that many people do ship off their relatives to a nursing home. You know, it's it is definitely a classic Simpsons thing where it's like, oh yeah. no, don't put me in the home. <laughs> kind of like you know. It's, I don't know. I think I think stereotypes means that this stuff happens more than you think, though. That you know, it it is fairly common. I don't know anybody who has an like an elderly mother or father that like isn't in, in a home or yeah, you but know, then unless, the they're, unless they're that, perfectly capable, they're still living a life in their own house or whatever. But the minute that things become like a bit too much for them or whatever, they just go to like a home. They don't, well, they, this it's is, not like you invite right, them though. to live in your house or you do anything to help them other than just like foot the bill for them to right, live somewhere else. Like it's it, just, I mean, if, if my mom came to stay here and we've got we've got quite steep staircases. I don't know how she's going to get up and down those stairs. Yeah. Like when she's in her eighties. So you'd have. I mean, I know um people who've had to build like a granny annex right on the back of their house, which is like the flat bit. So you can come in the front door and go straight. There's like they have to build a bathroom down there with a shower. Yeah. And they have like the granny annex out the back for the old biddy to go into. They don't have like a wheelchair ramp in the house. And I I've seen 
because a, a relative of um of 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 ours um the 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 dad had a, had a, a stroke like a really bad stroke so he was in a wheelchair and all the rest of it and they had to like it was a lot of money to redo the whole ground floor of the house so that he never needed to go upstairs because he couldn't yeah, yeah. so most people are not in a the situation where they can do that or they they have the space or maybe they're not willing to do that yeah and also i mean if my kids said yeah we'll move heaven and earth so that you can live in an annex at the back of a house i'd say do you know what just Save the money. I'll stay in a home which is purpose-built and has other people of my age that I can hang out with. And here's the other thing you don't probably know is that those old people in those old houses are having sex all the fucking what time. The you would not believe it. I am telling you, dude. I am telling you, it's like a fucking bordello. You think I'm joking? I'm <laughs> telling you. You ask people who work in those old folks' homes, they are doing it. I was going to ask you how stop. you knew that, and I guess that 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 checks out. But I don't think they are. I think when you're, old, serious, when you're fucking dude. old as hell like that, I don't think you have sex drive. Half those guys can't even get boners. That, right. <laughs> and what invention has come along in the last 15 years yeah, that may have changed that uh, yeah no, Viagra but, homie they're okay. doing it okay alright you know what and the thing Flex. is their, their girlfriends they don't break up with them their girlfriend or boyfriend dies because they're all super fucking old <laughs> so they have all these short term relationships and they're just like Hey, uh, my girlfriend died last week. Do you want to get together? Yeah, that's convenient. My boyfriend died last week. That's cool. Let's let's do it. And they go up to their room and they've got privacy and they just fucking do it all oh the time. Oh my god, it's, it's I'll like give you some... the benefit of the doubt, but I, I'm serious, I, dude. I'm fucking I serious. I fucking don't think it happens. It's like some end of the world. People stranded on a space station <laughs> with aliens awful. on there. Everyone's killing everyone. Why like, does it sound awful? Because, man, I don't want to fucking when I'm when I'm that old, I don't want to look at somebody's wrinkly old pussy. Like that's not me. I don't <laughs> want to sit see around your in my dick. fucking I, yeah, that too. I want to sit around in my fucking Mister Rogers cardigan sweater, okay, with my fucking slippers and my paper and stuff, and I want to like look at people and say, "Shit, I wish I was young again." But I don't want to look at some fucking old granny pussy or whatever like i'm pretty disgusting. sure they do it in the dark dude it's still you that's know, still fucking gross like you can still it, it, feel it doesn't it matter if stuff. you're in your 90s any holes are gold that's all i'm saying i don't think so man i think when my dick stops working i'm oh, i'm cool with that like yeah i've made kids and stuff i've had a lot of sex in my time okay i'm not gonna go into details when i'm old i'm fine i don't need to do it anymore i'll watch macgyver and fucking smoke a pipe and stuff and just like go to bed at six o'clock at night or whatever and i'm cool i don't need to have sex anymore at that point in my life I'm yeah. sure of it. You'll get your pipe and slippers. You'll, you know, do the crossword. You'll walk walk down to the shop and buy buy the milk and smell the flowers and, yeah. you know, look longingly at your phone. <laughs> Pay somebody 25 cents to clear my attic and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, just yeah. general old people just, stuff. Just think sadly about those days when you went to Longley and had to tell people to stop doing things all stop, day. Stop trying to kill yourselves and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. All, right. all, all I'm saying is I think that you are you are doing what a lot of people do and assuming that the way they think now is the way they're going to think later. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, oh, I won't want that. But I mean, when I was 17 years old, I was like, I ain't never having no kids. Yeah. And now I've got kids and I would never have changed it. And then, you know, back and you think, geez, when I'm 40 or 50, I'm not going to want to have sex. I'm going to look like some horrible, bold old man. I want to have sex all the fucking time. And I don't see why that's going to change. You look like a horrible, just you're old, bald old man right on. now and you want <laughs> to have sex all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You kind of fucking stink too, actually. And I still don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm horny as fuck. Like, there's no... <laughs> There's, there's no, just because I'm old, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to look at the, the, the wrinkly old pussy. You are wrinkly. And what you are, you like. 
That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. If that's I'm, I'm not true, saying actually. if I was 80 and some 20 year old model wanted to have sex with me that I'm going to go. Well, that I would be different. A that would be different. Yeah. In that I case, know, maybe I'd be tempted to have sex in my later years. But but you're surrounded by old people all the time, so maybe your appreciation for what beauty is can change. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. uh, but that in itself for me would kill the mood, though. I would just be miserable no, no, no. surrounded see, by all these old people. Tell you what. What's the date? What is, what is the years? 2017. All yeah, right. So yeah. in 50 years time, Sips. Uh, uh-huh. We'll we'll have a we'll have a Triforce reunion, and you can tell me how many old biddies you're poking. All oh, right, you just tell f- me. Yeah, okay, I will. Sure. Well, I don't know. I think probably a couple of you guys will be dead by 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 then. It's probably just <laughs> going to be got me. A couple of years know. left. I'm, I'm hoping cyborgs. I'll, I'll become like a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do you reckon's good? Well, you you guys are older than me, right? So you know, I'm thinking that you're going to go first, and then wait. You know, how much older are we? Than I'll you, be coveting how... your wives, and it'll be like, oh you yeah, stay away you know, from Mrs. My girlfriend died recently. Recently, so uh, you know. <laughs> what, you're, what, how old are you, Lewis? You're like 35, right? I'm 34 this year. 34, okay. Yeah. So you're seven years younger than me. You're three years younger than me. Yeah. Well, you know that's a big difference. You know, it's, it's plenty of time. <laughs> Jesus. Gosh. He's so happy that oh, we're God, gonna God, die first. God, I'm just. <laughs> can you hear me <laughs> suggesting <laughs> that I'm gonna cuck you from beyond the grave? Oh. Yeah, I heard that. Jesus Christ. Try it. Sounds man, dreadful. Oh, man. But Jesus. what you don't know is we have a suicide pact, right? And uh, and you're you're part of it. Uh, when we get too old, we kill Lewis and then ourselves. Okay. I saw a movie like a, a while back, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but it was a movie about the end of the world, and there was like a meteor heading towards Earth, and it was going to end the whole world or whatever. Okay. Was Bruce Willis in it? No. And okay. um, the scene that I saw was there's like this man and a woman sitting on the roof of a building holding guns to each other's heads and, like, crying because they didn't want to, like, you know, have to experience this meteor crashing into the world and ending it or whatever. So right before it happened, they were just going to shoot each other in the head, like, suicide pack style. Right. Go out together sort of thing. And I thought, it's pretty miserable. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, too, you, you can understand why people would – be tempted to do that because like no man man think, i don't want to fucking this. experience that and and i certainly don't want to live through that either like i'm quite happy with the world being the way it is now i, I don't mind dying it, if i'm gonna die in that you know in the conflagration I, I would like you said i would rather die than survive it and be living like an animal yeah and, and the earth is on fire and everything's all, all wrinkled up <laughs> yeah <laughs> the thing here and is that i don't want to be wrinkly um <laughs> so wrinkled. i don't want to be wrinkled because of radiation from like you you know, nuclear blast or whatever. I right. don't want to be don't wrinkled from that. being old. I just don't want to get wrinkled. Hey, smooth right. skin. But just <laughs> hey, hey, smooth skin. <laughs> but just imagine hey, this. Want to try wrinkle? Oh, I got a good load of wrinkles here. <laughs> just try them out, and maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll find that actually, yeah, I like a wrinkly pussy. <laughs> hey, no, baby. I do come inside. <laughs> I don't like a wrinkly pussy. Naturally, a lady. Jesus. You didn't know. Oh, oh my I God. Got a, I got a good old wrinkly pussy you can have a look at. <laughs> I smoked a lot of fallout. It's so. like one of those fucking cats with no fur. You're all like wrinkled up. <laughs> There's my wrinkly pussy. Oh, no. Uh, this wrinkly kitty is called Marjorie. Oh, <laughs> give her a good stroking. Oh, it's like... Marjorie's a, hungry. It's like stroking <laughs> the dry scabs of an oh. eczema sufferer. It's like, oh, God. Jesus Christ. God, Jesus. I distrust cats. All right, so wait, wait, wait. So just listen, okay? 
if the Earth's about to get destroyed, but like, like let's say the moon is going to smash into the Earth. Just imagine that. Or some giant asteroid. It's going to be unbelievable. The whole planet's going to blow up. If you kill yourself, you miss, quite frankly, the once-in-a-lifetime chance to see the planet get destroyed by the fucking moon. I like, I'd want to see that. You wouldn't, The last though. moments of my life will be the most unbelievable in human history. Well, you're going to miss it because you're going to be a coward and shoot yourself. Well, I see, no, fucking come on, moon! I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's like coming really right don't. for me. You know what's worse though? I don't ah! want to be standing around people that I I know and care about and watching them die in like some inferno as well. Like I'd rather just, oh, no, like, just go rush before it. that happens. Just charge the well, moon. The thing, I'd get a right? big flag Is with the earth on it. Some people right. get. It's like being on a roller coaster, right? Imagine like you know watching the moon come to like splat you. I mean, it will be as instantaneous yeah. as getting shot but if you could like if you could like get it in your head that it's like exciting like it's a roller coaster you could make that experience not terrifying you can make that experience <laughs> exciting a lot of the time right fear is what you what you can and also a lot of other things are how you make a mental choice about it you can you can change your opinion on how things are very easily you decide how you experience the world, right? So you know, if you got, if you think you're going to find something, well, to some extent, I don't know. It's a little bit like I was, I was doing some art again, right? And, <laughs> I would love um, to see Lewis's art, man. Oh my I god, would. one day you might. It's, it's like, it's like your son is better artist than I am. Sips, a hundred percent. Man, like, he's fucking better than me too. Like he's, he's pretty good. You should see him go. Holy shit, he made like a did, map did, of center parks while we were away. It was fucking pretty awesome. good. Yeah, it was. Wow. Lewis, did you watch that video with Jim Carrey where he's become a shit artist and you were inspired by that? Is that where this is coming from? I think I need to watch that movie, but it might put me off what it's I'm called doing. The mask. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? Uh, Jim Carrey is a Jim shit Carrey. artist. It was, no, no, no. This is, this is, it's like it was like a YouTube video. This is a thing that he does now. They, people don't know if it's like a bit ahead of a movie or if he's actually become. Like he's decided that he likes painting, and it's like it's very therapeutic for him and everything, which a lot of people say. Okay, but it's shit because he's not an artist; he's a fucking actor, and he's just people are saying, "Oh, isn't that really good, Jim Carrey?" In the same way they'd say it if any adult with money and fame did a thing, they'd say, "Oh, yeah, it was it's great, really good." I mean, you can be a fucking serial killer and do the worst art ever, and people would be like, "Oh, this is fascinating work," just because you're a fucking serial killer. So Gives Jim us Carrey real does insight a painting. into the mind of the yeah. killer. Yeah, I like what he's done with the skulls and the gore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like because I, I, I went to Gamescom and uh -huh. obviously there's a modern art gallery there that I've been to before. And fucking you walk hell, through man. it every fucking year. You do this, don't you? Yeah. You go to Gamescom and then you go to a modern art gallery. We talked about this before. We talked about this before, and I, I just sort of thought, fuck it. Like you know, I could I could paint some blue fucking paint on a canvas. Also, all of the walls of my my flat are like bare, so I decided I was going to just fill them up with with stuff and i didn't really Modern want to go art. to ikea and buy like a thing for 10 pounds i'd rather and like it's the buy, same like, thing that's on everybody's fucking wall like get something interesting on there for well also sake. like i thought fuck it i'll buy like well i could buy like three fucking canvases for 10 pounds and then like a, a weird so wait, wait, wait. So you've decorated what? your flat with art that you've made mm, some oh, of it i know a lot of artists come like, like to imbue their their work with like a personal touch at the end you know like right so a streak of semen just like a little oh like my drop of semen just to I, sort of like give it that human touch i feel like that's too much. I don't want to 
I don't want to think of my own semen every time I look at my art, or else it will just make me horny all the time. Do you know what I mean? It will be no, like no, that's part uh, of the art. That's, a, that's you know, why that's what gets people going. It gets their creative juices flowing. No, but like, that's all they've got hung in old folks' homes. The art is just semen, yeah, just gigantic so, horse erections and oh stuff. Oh my like god, that. <laughs> that's why there's all this sex going on. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, they can't stop thinking about it. But no, really, like I've, I've, I'll show you. I'll do. I'll show you a few. But it's just weird sometimes. Like I, I. I when I was writing, the thing I was always taught was that if you're ever faced with like a blank sheet or a blank piece of paper or anything, that's like where you get writer's block from. You have to just start putting things down. And then as soon as you've written something down, it all just fills out. Um, and it's like, it's easy from that point on, right? And, it, and that's what it's like for me. I'd be like, where the fuck do I start? And then I just start making bullet points, start making notes or some some trigger. And then three hours would go by. And I was like, oh, I'm done now. And it was, I'd come out, it's almost like I was in like a reverie or something or in like, um, you know, in a trance. And it's the same thing with like art, doing a bit of art. It's like, I, I just splodged some stuff down and I'm like, okay, what does this look like? It looks like a fucking crunchy bar or whatever. It's now. So you're basically a level one painter on The Sims, and but uh, deciding to hang up your own art in your house it is rather than sell it. fucking awful though, Sips. Like, I know that it's awful, but... It's kind of okay because it makes me feel, but this is part of like the decision sort of process. Like for example, well, like, so I'm I'm coming over next week, and um, you we we were supposed to like go watch movies at your place last time I was over, but I was too tired and I wanted to just play Hearthstone. Do you want to do some art with me? Well, no, I don't want to. I but I'm what? very very interested to see what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh well, man, I'll take pictures, Flax. I'll send them to you. Oh please. Oh good. Oh good. shit. This is gonna well, be. Well, I might I might post them on. Um, I'm a little bit embarrassed talking about it, but I shouldn't be. I'm fairly. You shouldn't I, be. Who cares? Like you got nothing. To I don't re- give you know, a shit really. Yeah, I mean, even if you're even if you're a really good artist, you should never really care. Like because I think art, when you create art, you you do it for yourself. You don't do it to impress people. Damn right. You don't create it for the benefit of others. Uh, like b- b- other people do benefit from it, obviously, but it's a very it's a personal thing, isn't it? You should never feel like self-conscious about some Also, art the, the main thing I wanted about because the main thing I like, one of the things I like about art is that it's not as opposed to hmm, I guess the one I just like seeing it be in 3D. Like if you have a painting, for example, it's it's you can tell it's it's not the same as a print because when you look at a painting in a gallery, the paint kind of comes off the, the canvas and it gives it this sort of texture that is not flat. Whereas when you've got a print of something, it is just flat. And that, I don't think, represents the painting very well. And so in a sense, no. like, I wanted to have things that were just 3D. And also, when, I think when you also, go and look at a painting, especially a famous painting in the flesh, yeah. it's a lot more impressive than when you see it. Oh, yeah. It. I, I'll tell you what's really impressive. You know, like the really big fucking murals that like, oh, yeah, yeah. like the huge tapestry ones. I mean, that's crazy. Like to, to keep the scale and to get like proportions on bodies right, like oh, it's on, crazy. on that massive scale as well, is insane. Like those 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 are like masterpieces. But the, the, these 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 pieces of, uh, are actual art, and they're created by someone with natural skill or honed There's talent. There's no natural that, skill. Well, but that honed it. talent that has been. That's been crafted over tens of thousands of hours. You well, know, it's a lifetime of, of, of. I, I actually work, kind though. of think there is a natural talent to it. Like I know, yeah. I know people who are like, if you look at someone like Caravaggio, you couldn't just say, "Oh yeah, he practiced really hard." Because there's a lot of artists out there. There is a degree who've done of painting it, their whole life. I, 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 I just... think you have to start really, really, really fucking early. 
though. Yeah, right? it is. It's, 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 like, it's, it's something you develop when you're a kid. It's like Caravaggio or whatever, all these these Dutch masterpieces, you know, painters. They they were tra- started their training at age fucking four and never stopped. It's like never stopped. You know, they, right, they, that was their life. Just, it, they did nothing else. It's not just a else. technical exercise. No, it's no, not there, just there a is a exercise. degree of technicality to it, though. Like of you, course. Like naturally, I mean, that, that's the skill. That's the practice and the skill. Yeah, yeah. Ne- but I think if you, if you look at a great artist, it's not just, wow, that's a technically great drawing. It's like it, it has to be because it's also a window into how they see the world and how how well they can transcribe that and their feelings about it into well, an I, art form. I'll tell that's you, the, I, that's the talent. I knew I knew a bunch of guys that um, went on to become comic artists. Like these guys were drawing all the time at school. Yeah, and like a lot of them went on to become comic artists for like you know like Street Fighter Two comics and stuff. And the stuff that they used to draw was not like what you'd expect, you know, like they didn't just like draw like Zangief every day, you know, to, to get him perfect or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You'd walk into art class and they'd be there over their lunch hour drawing because they love doing it and stuff. But they'd be copying stuff out of like anatomy books. So like hands, yeah, yeah. they would draw hands all the time because the hands are like the hardest thing to draw. Yeah. And they would draw like a leg. But with nothing else, just a leg. But like all the muscle definition in a leg, the like all s- different poses for a leg and stuff. And this is the kind of shit that they would do all the time. Yeah, yeah. And like, and that was like the training element of it. They had natural artistic ability, like at a very base level. But because they would do this stuff every day, they got better and better and better. But the anatomical stuff was like super important because that's what yeah, it is. that's what makes yeah. like you know when you look at like blizzard art you know like of these like orcs that are just fucking ripped to, to shit holding like big like axes and stuff like that that all comes from like years of like you know doing this like anatomical like technical drawings and stuff like that you know like getting the proportions right making it look like really good and everything it's it, it's pretty impressive, but man, it's a lot of fucking work. It really like, is. It's not something that somebody, somebody with like natural um, artistic ability doesn't just sit down and draw something like that. It takes like years of fucking practice. Like, it's, and, all, it's and all of those big paintings, like there's sketches that they've done like for a year just to plan that shit all out and get everything in yeah, the right yeah. proportion and figure out. Because then when you go to put it on the canvas, you can't be like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I got the one of the legs <laughs> oh, is like no, twice as long as the big. other leg. Oh, oh nuts. god! Yeah, yeah no, you gotta get it right. It's nuts. But like, I, you know, there's there's all sorts of like different art. Like, you know, like comic book art is is one thing, and you know, like my son watches this show called Art Ninja on on oh, yeah. um yeah, I on know CBBC, and it's like. It, it, it's not the same kind of art, but it's still impressive. Like the things that he can do, like he can like make like these like crafts and just like easy things that you can do at home where you like fold the paper and cut it and do th- different things with it and stuff. And like my son loves it. And like that's the kind of shit that like, you know, like he's at that age where he likes doing that kind of stuff sort of thing. And it, well, and it, it is works, weird, isn't it? It's impressive. It's very the impressive. The art is both one point, or one, on one hand, you know, something that kids and toddlers and we're really happy to expose them to and it's really wholesome and it's really enjoyable and they get a lot of joy out of it. And then it becomes this thing that only pretentious people do or or, or people who have, who, who, who've honed their skill and are very, very good at it. Like, you know, there's not too many casual artists. Like you, you have a few casual musicians. You have a few people who are playing piano, but you don't see a lot of adults learning piano. It feels like that's something that you do as a kid as well. You learn to play music with just while you're in school. You don't, you know, other than a random couple of people pretending to learn guitar for their entire life kind of thing. 
Um, I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, I just thought, you know, it's weird. It's, it's good to get over these um, pre predefined ideas and just fucking get involved, do something weird, do something different. I'm also going to Japan. Oh, yeah, in, um, you mentioned, yeah. In yeah. like a month's time. You looking forward to it? Yeah, you went to Japan, didn't you, Sibs? Yeah, um, I did, yeah. For in a couple of weeks. 2007, I went for like two weeks, I think. Yeah. Was um, uh, what was your like reasoning to go there in the first place? We, talked we just about wanted this. to go. We just like, we'd, we'd read a lot about it and it seemed like an interesting place to go. We didn't have kids or anything, like had a pretty good job, had some disposable income. So we were like, let's save up, plan it out and, and go. We got like translation books and everything so and that we was like, quite planned as opposed to your free roaming modern holidays <laughs> yeah well i mean we planned it like maybe three months in advance sort of thing but and we didn't plan anything to do while we were there we turned up and then just sort of winked it while we were there but i mean you got to plan it to some degree you got to like book flights and stuff like, yeah just, oh yeah you know but when it comes to planning i i plan very very little as right. you may have noticed yeah. so what happens is like you you'll message me and say we're going to do some CK2 next week. And I'll be like, cool. And Mrs. F will say, I was thinking we'd go here on holiday this year. And I found a hotel and I found a bunch of stuff to do. And I've read a bunch of reviews about it. And I've done this, that, and the other. And I'll be like, cool. Like, I don't mind having shit planned for me. Like, when we went away on holiday to France, Mrs. F had, like, a full fucking itinerary. We're going to do this on Thursday, this on Wednesday. What do you think? And I was like, that sounds great. Like, she likes, she loves to plan ahead. Yeah, yeah. She hates surprises. And she hates just leaving things sort of uh, hanging. Which is good because I don't give a shit either way, uh, so I'm happy to let her do the planning. So it, it works for me. I don't actually do any planning, but I have a lot of stuff planned. I, it's just that I didn't plan it. I used to like the winging and the, the unplanned thing, but I've, I found that you can always break plans. Like you can always plan. Like what we're doing is we're planning something for every day in Japan, but we can always say, actually, do you know, do you know, we're not going to do this today. We're going to do this other thing we want to do or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but at least then we're not stuck in the hotel or whatever, like just kind of like thinking, oh, we should be going out right. and making the most of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got vague. That's the way I've sort of done things. I, I, I have more of a sketch plan for, for every day rather than an hour by – some people have a minute-by-minute minute plan where they're like, we're spending 45 minutes here, then we're going – taking the 10-minute walk to so here. You say, we, who are you, are you going with your dad? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Oh, your mom then. <laughs> nice. Well, that'd be good. Has she ever been? My 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 dad is my. It was my dad's 80th birthday, by the way. I'm going to keep saying this. My dad's yeah. 80th Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Papa. We Lynch. went out. Happy um, birthday. Week ago, I bought him a solar pad watch, so he actually has to fucking wear it because otherwise he would just like not not wear it. Because um, you know he's, he's like, oh, it's a special watch that my son bought me. I you know I want to keep it in the box, whatever. Right, listen, kind of speaking speaking of dads, and also speaking of art that we just talked about, I just wanted to say before we move on too far from art and dads, I had a real dad moment while I was on my vacation last week. Um, when I was when I was younger, I used to draw a lot, like at school and stuff. I just just like drawing. Um, I don't draw so much now, but like, I, like I'm, I'm okay. Like I, like I, I can draw sort oh, what, of thing. Like, and actual like, sketching, actual like. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. yeah. And so oh, cool. when I was right. when I was younger, I used to draw like a lot of like the action figures and stuff they were playing with at the time. So like Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters. Like I, I can, I could draw like the Ghostbuster logo and and stuff like that. And like I just somehow remembered like that I can draw some of these characters, some of these logos and stuff, which. 
I never put like anything and like much stock into it at all. You know, I just thought at the time, whatever, this this is all there is to do sort of thing. So I'm just drawing and me and my friends would draw and stuff. And it was really fun. But when I was on vacation last week and it was raining, we had like some, you know, some colors and pencils and stuff like for the kids, you know, just something for them to do sort of thing while we were like stuck inside. Mm. Uh, and my son was just like, can you draw this? And I was like, yeah, I can actually. And I'd just like sit down and draw it. He'd be like, oh my God, like, how can you do this stuff? And he'd be like, how about this? Like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, <laughs> we had like a whole page of like Ghostbusters and logos and stuff. And then we had a whole page of like Ninja Turtles. And then we did a whole page of like ghosts and stuff. And like, <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. It was so funny. He was just like, just like increasingly amazed at like everything that I was able to draw for him that like didn't look fucking terrible either like some of it looked like all right sort of thing so it was That's like awesome. it was really nice it was it was it was good oh shit it's like i think i think he he thought for like a brief moment that actually i was like something other than a person that just says no all the time it was really good right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i get the impression that that is what you sometimes become it's just oh, like the, the man yeah, who says the man fun. who shuts down fun oh you have but, to but like yeah. it's crazy because the right. thing is like like a kid's concept of fun is like stacking a whole bunch of cushions onto a couch and then jumping up and down on them and they're like super uneven and wobbly and you're, they're high up and going to fall down and give themselves a concussion sort of thing. So like you do sort of have to be like the gatekeeper of fun in in those cases for sure. Like it's the worst, but mm -hmm. I mean, you got to weigh it up. Like, you know, do you want to be the guy who says no or do you want to be the guy who's sitting in a hospital for the rest of your life because your <laughs> kid's just like fucking mangled from doing yeah. some dumb shit on the couch, so. So, so, so I mean, I, I was talking to Ben and Ben was like, you know, oh yeah, Japan sounds great because it's, it's one place I want to go because it's literally about... It's as far it's as alien as you can get, you know, without being literally little green men. You know, it's, it's yeah. the most different, weirdest culture in the it world. Is, it is really strange and it's fun, though. It's exciting and it's fun and endearing. I've always wanted to and, go. And, yeah, I've always wanted to it's go. It's the kind of place that you'll leave and you'll be like, oh, I'd love to go back or I'd love to live here for like a period of time just to like really immerse myself in the culture and stuff. It's, it is nice. You know it's fun. I really want to go there because they have those girlfriend cafes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's what it comes back to. Yeah. Carry I really on. Wanna, I really want to go there for some weird sexual reason. Girlfriend Always. cafe. Because tell me about these cafes. Well, so my friend went there. Uh, my friend was teaching English over there um, uh, for about a year. Okay? Right. And... Some of my other buddies went out there to, to sort of hang out with them and spend some time and, and sort of, you know, to just say hi. And uh, they had a friend living in Japan, which is a first for us. So they wanted to go and, uh, and see what it, it was like. And they have these cafes uh, where you can basically, it's not like a porn thing, right? It's like a company thing. So you hang out and you've got like this sweet uh, Japanese girlfriend for like an hour or whatever. Yeah. While you have whatever coffee and, you know, muffins. I just thought that sounds awesome, and they said that like all the, the 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 girlfriends that you could get were a little on the chubby side, which is my thing anyway, Aww. right? So I was I'd be like, you get a nice little sweet chubby Japanese girlfriend for an hour, that'd be fucking awesome, and I could like really imagine here I am with my hot, slightly chubby young Japanese well, well, girlfriend. One second, that'd be amazing. Pete, Pete nice. go on. You're you're a chubby chaser. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I like you chubby feed girls. her as well, or just a just a chaser? No, 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 no. I just like I don't I don't like girls that are like sticks. You know what I mean? Like if oh. you can see ribs, that uh, that no. doesn't do it for me at all. Like I hate all that no, shit. No, right? I, I don't like I skinny like girls. A, no offense a, to skinny girls. No, but I like you as people. Just saying, when it comes to you know 
then the, the, the skinny girls is, like is more, not my bag. More cushion for the pushing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. I get it. Distilled as a bumper sticker. Have that I is never it. heard that expression before? Holy you're not shit. Into, you're not in my world, man. Yeah, I don't know. you got to get like, in the, into the I mind like of a, the flex. I like a figure eight. I like a curve. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, Would I you, don't. If you were in there, you'd want a nice skinny Japanese girlfriend cafe experience. It's like, no, no, no. With me, it's like two sticks, like fucking rubbing against it's a bad idea you know you've got, yeah, you've got like those it's like those anime schoolgirls with like the like knobbly knees and stuff like that like right you know like they're all skinny and frail and stuff like no i i'm with that's you for, that's I like for non-confident people i, I like them a bit chubbier than uh, that maybe oh, that's the same thing it's like it's like going back to the old folks thing though it's almost like i think i think to some extent people are attracted to people who are the same level of attractiveness as them, or at least... Oh, of course. Um, or I don't higher. know, man. I'm pretty ugly, and I like hot chicks, so... Yeah, but it's like the same or higher, right? No, it's like no. You're, like, you're not going like to go like lower. red, smoking hot. And like, I'm not, <laughs> that would, that not would be higher. Looking, so. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, the you're, same but your definition higher. of red, smoking hot is very different to other people's definitions, and you won't realize this, but it'll be, it'll be, it'll be because you think, well, you know, maybe I've got a chance... I think we can all agree that one. Liz Hurley well, is red smoking hot. We can actually. Right, I love, you know what? It always makes me laugh whenever we talk. Whenever we try to give examples of hot women that are currently <laughs> Cindy active and celebrities, it's like she's, she's she's not J Lo. <laughs> she's not Liz Hurley. It's like those women are in their eighties now. Come on, <laughs> they're not in their eighties. They're not. They're, they're going to age maybe. at the same rate as us. That's the right, problem. Right, and that's. Brings us back to point one about old people having sex. You're telling me, Sips, you wind up in an old folks' home with 72-year-old Liz all Hurley. Right, yeah, if I'm in an old folks' home and they all look like Liz Hurley, I'll be having sex, Flex. Exactly. All right. And but th the, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, that's not the case. You're in a fucking home with a bunch of people with Marge Simpson hair that's fucking white and you can, like, see their head because it's all thin and weird and stuff and they look skeletal. They don't look like Liz right. Hurley at all. You're not having sex with them. Weird No, you don't have to. There's people but like that who are is. your age who, do, no. who look terrible. You're not having sex Go to with an old folks' home afterwards. Oh done the podcast and, and do a trip report. Tell me what you see. <laughs> right. We're not talking about old people that are in there for like palliative care and they're like clinging to life. I'm talking about people in their 70s yeah, and 80s. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm talking about the same people. The floral dress that goes down to their ankles with those weird fucking leathery gray shoes, like the orthopedic ones. Right, but they ones. all do that. That's yeah. like their thing. And then they, they all have like that fucking wrinkly ass skin on their face that looks like pulled back and their teeth are more exposed than they were in their younger years and their eyes are super fucking wide open and stuff listen sis and they when have you like go, petrified you, hair like they look like they've been electrocuted when you reach the old folks home right it's gonna be women of oh, our generation it's gonna how be girls in fucking hoodies with nerdy glasses on oh you guys are crazy you don't understand how old people I work. do okay. you don't understand I know old people alright I've seen old people right so have I everybody's seen old people and there are some old people like they dress the way they did when they were 30 yeah it's just that the fashion looks like it is for old people because they that's the way if you went back to 1930 you'd say geez everyone's dressed like an old person so when we're old yeah. they're all going to be sitting around wearing jeans and t-shirts and hoodies just like uh, Lewis is saying 
And also, bear in mind, their diet back then was fucking awful. Like, they didn't get anything fresh. It was a fucking <laughs> war. Did. What are you talking Everything about? Everything was in a fucking can, uh, and it would probably had cancer in it and radiation and shit. I don't think we're, I don't think we're much better <laughs> hey, these days smooth somehow. skin, come over here. It's smooth skin. <laughs> so what? So in the old folks' home when we get there, it's going to be a bunch of They're people drinking... They're all going to be Liz fucking Hurley. Coke Zero wearing, exactly. wearing fucking hoodies. Playing fucking listening, Overwatch. Listening to iPods, <laughs> playing Overwatch. Jesus it's going to be completely Christ. different. It's going to be like right. young, like we are now, but we'll be old. That's right. it. Yeah. That's Remember the good. internet? Yes, before the asteroid. We have to time us. capsule this. We have to time <laughs> capsule this and meet up again in 50 years time and laugh about this because I'm I'm 100% the person who's going to come out of this being right, okay? And you guys are okay, fucking buddy. crazy. I don't. Okay, I mean, my mind is going to be fucking mush in 50 years. I don't, you know, nah, I'm going to be there'll like. there'll be drugs and shit. I don't, well, maybe we'll all just be fucking plugged into the Matrix by that point. Do you know what I mean? Internet. Yeah, we'll all be in the Matrix. We'll have robots to do everything for us. You'll be able to live in your house. A robot will carry you up the stairs. That's a, a big market is going to be robots for old folks. I saw that movie. What was it called? The one with the old lad who gets a robot. It's called yeah. The Old Man Who Got a Robot, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and he and, uh, was like, originally he hated it and then it became like... Yeah, he, he, because he used it to like break into places. He was like a, a thief. That's and he realized right. that he could use the robot to do stuff. It was, it was I good. Watched I, that I, with I my was parents. expecting not to enjoy it, but my I actually dad, really enjoyed it. My dad it. really enjoyed that movie. Lewis, look at that old boy <laughs> breaking in with that robot. Oh, that's just marvelous stuff, Lewis. Oh, oh good recommendation, boy. Is he well in the room? Done. My dad is no. not some sort of posh, <laughs> posh lord. <laughs> Yeah, he is. <laughs> like thigh slapping country farmer with a shotgun <laughs> under his arm. Oh, oh nice. Fucking I hell. feel like the Golden Girls oh. is like you know you know like that that chart of human evolution where like they're like monkeys and they become like more upright and then they turn into right. Golden Girls is a bit like that for old people as well, right? Like if you were to line up all the Golden Girls, it's like all the stages of like being old, right? Like okay. early early old age is like Blanche Devereaux, okay? And then a little bit on from that is probably Dorothy, I would say, because she's still like, she looks old, but like she looks like young old, but not so much so as Blanche Devereaux. Yeah, yeah. And then you can see what she looked like 40 from, from years Dorothy. Ago. You go to Rose because Rose looks fucking old, okay? Yeah, and then from Rose, obviously, you go to fucking what's her face, the, the really old one, Sophia, who actually yeah. turned out to be the youngest of all of them. Yeah, I know, which in is real nuts. life, which is weird, but she looked old, and she was in Don't Stop or My Mum Will Shoot with Sylvester right. Stallone, lest we forget. Yeah, yeah, but so the old, the oldest golden girl is what you can expect in these old folks' homes, okay? Like, right. stereotypically, with the big fucking glasses and, like, a fro and stuff, okay? Nobody's going to be wearing hoodies, guys. I'm just fucking telling you. Like, it's I mean, not you're wrong. I, honestly, like, here's the thing, though, right? You've got to understand, we're, we're men, okay? So we can... We are men! Oh, first of all, I don't think we're going to necessarily make... If you're lucky enough to make it to an old folks' home, right? Yeah. You're one of a few who's who's lasted. I think that's probably why these... Because the, the men who've, who've lasted to these old folks' homes are always, like, leathery-skinned, quite thin, quite tall, you know, the classic Casanova, 
You know, yeah. the strippings, they make it through, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, the Casanovas have leathery skin. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what they're like? They're like they old, old Fonzies. They, they get old Fonzies. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Dude, yeah. Fonzie is hella old now. I saw him. Yeah, He's fuck, so old. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what Henry happens. Winkler. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, but I bet you Henry fucking Winkler has his pick He's getting all the of pussy. all of that old folks. He's fucking home. welcome to it. No, I don't think. Nobody I th- else I is hitting that pussy. You might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably Henry Winkler, although he's 71, if he wanted to, he could probably date a fucking 40-year-old woman. Easy. Maybe. You know. Yeah, probably. George, mean, Clooney, George Clooney can do, can do it, for sure, though. Like He's, he's in his 90s. He's and pretty he's fucking handsome. He's looking great. Yeah. He's looking great. No, he's yeah. 56, George Clooney. He's pretty old. Um, he could date a fucking 20-year-old. Christ. I mean, he's only a little bit younger than my parents, for fuck's sake. If I was, yeah. if I was a hot 21-year-old girl and George Clooney wanted to fuck me, I'd let him fuck me. Would you would you go steady with him though? Or would you just like Yeah, for a while. And then you know, you get <laughs> sick of being around with an old dude and you'd be like, Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and you go with a young guy. The life of a 20-year-old girl. Jesus. What does a 20-year-old girl even do? Like who knows? Fucking <laughs> Having sex with George Clooney, that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, know what's man. in the mind of, of a 20 year old. I don't know what no they idea. do, though. Like, I know, like, I know younger, like, you know, teenage boys, 20 year old boys just play lots of video games. Yeah, because I was that, so exactly. I can remember. But I mean, I, you know, I don't know. But what the fuck do girls do? They just sit around and talk on the phone all the time, I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> you see Randy's ball sack? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Tiffany Gross. That's all they do. That's all they talk. They, they, that's all they do. They sit around and talk. They have to because I don't know what the fuck else they're doing. I know. I know. I, I, I speak to when you speak to some some like grown grown ass women. Right. I'm not talking about no girls. I'm talking about grown ass women yeah. uh, about what it was like when they were younger. They like you, you, you have this impression. I, I did when I was a young man of what girls were like, that they were like pristine and amazing. And they just did all this kind of, you know, they were all very together and they did all their fucking homework. They always and, smelled really nice. Yeah. Too, and they're just yeah. like super awesome and, 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 and shit. And then you find out the gr- fucking crazy shit they did and the stuff they did at sleepovers and shit like that. And you're like, holy shit, those girls were nasty. All I knew when I was 20, all I knew about 20 year old women was that they were not fucking me. That's for goddamn <laughs> sure. They were talking about how they weren't going to fuck you. Like, this is the thing. They all fucking get together and they talk about all the guys they know. Hey, would you ever fuck Lewis? Ooh, Tiffany Gross. No. That's what they do. And they practice kissing on each other and shit. I'm not no, kidding. they fucking don't. They fucking do. Right, dude, oh, right. come on. Girls, girls out there, you tell me, and this is true, I guarantee you, because I know girls that did it, you practice French kissing with a friend of yours. Don't tell me you didn't. I know you will. I when they were like 14, I'm sure, but not when they were 20. Oh, come on. No, when come they were 20, they, they just practiced fucking... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus I think I, re- I read somewhere that the average like 20 year old woman has had like something like four four or five sexual partners by that point so it's like pretty you know it's pretty pretty experienced you know what I, what I want to know is if that's true right how the fuck were they not fucking us? Like, what was going on when I was twenty? <laughs> they were too busy fucking chatting. You know, I mean, when, I, when I was twenty, I, I mean, was you with, even had hair back then. When I was twenty, a I had hair, but b I, I was with Mrs F at the time. But when I was like. 15, 16, 17, where the fuck were these girls who were doing all this fucking? They weren't around me. Uh. Where the fuck were these women at? I, I want to go and find all the women I knew back then 
and ask them, did you guys get together and have a talk about how you weren't going to fuck me? And they'd be like, yeah, the council made a decision. <laughs> yeah, we did a veto and, on uh, you. It's uh, binding. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking You made weird. the list of non-fuckies. You're out. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. Well, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, guys, for guys, it's a bit different. Or maybe it was just, like, different in the circles that, that we rolled in. But, like, man, we were not fucking practicing kissing each other. That's for goddamn sure. Well, no, like, obviously not. I mean, occasionally we laughed at each other's dicks. But, like, that was pretty rare as well. Like, it didn't happen yeah. that often. You know, like there's that. Did I ever tell you about the guy that we went to his? We went to his house to sleep over, but we were like a bit older. We were like 14. I'm sure I told you guys about this. And is um, this about the stick? We got really drunk and we decided to play hide and seek. And every time, every time we went to find this guy, he'd be hiding, but he'd be just completely naked. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> so like he'd open like the cupboard or whatever, and he'd be like, "Ah, shit, no, not again." He's just like fucking sitting there, spread eagle, like with no clothes on. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! It was so oh, funny. Oh man! But yeah, no, we never practiced kissing each other. I mean, you know what the That's thing is? I think guy, young teenage boys are way more uptight about that kind of stuff. So I, I still remember the year when we all finally admitted that yes, we did masturbate, and we were. It was like the lower sixth form, so like the first year of A levels before we finally admitted that it was a thing. Like pre prior to that, if you were caught mentioning it or referring to it or it was admitted that you did it, it was like a big deal in my year, like oh, a really yeah. big deal. I think when, uh, we weren't like too too bad about it. I think it just went without saying. Everybody knew that everybody was yeah. pretty much I mean, we all know we did, but so. nobody nobody spoke openly about no, it no, because then you were, no. you were known as a wanker. I think it's possible that we were just like the fucking teen nerds who didn't get any action. Like when, when we talked about this before a little bit on the podcast, the, the community response was like, oh my God, granddad, we, we talk about sex all the time. We're fucking around all the time. Oh, you get up, slap that pussy. Like, like it was like, Jesus, it, it was it was crazy. Like the response we got and it was like, Yeah, it's you know, different. It's different. Nowadays, people, people talk about it I think lot. it is with the internet and with porn, everyone's like fucking... Oh, I don't want to do any normal sex. We're going to fucking stick a vibrator up your ass. I've had 20 69s already and I'm only 16. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different nowadays. Kids are, kids the are internet, sexualized you know, a little we, 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 we were born in the generation where the only way to get porn you was to like porn around into the woods. In the woods. And yeah. find it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find it in the woods. Or dare somebody to buy it off the top shelf. Older brothers, my mate's older brother had a porno tape yeah. and a collection of razzles and... We were like, we must have been twelve. It just absolutely blew our minds watching this porno. We were like, "Holy shit!" We had a lot of no French porn because, like, because I grew up yeah, really close it. It to all French. Came from France. To French, yeah, really close to French Canada. So all of the porn that we saw was French. It was hilarious. Yeah, they fucking love it. So I, did I tell you this? My friend's dad for his sixteenth birthday, he got him a subscription to the fucking adult channel um, i think you told us about this yeah. like, his, wait I his dad this. got him the subscription yeah his dad bought oh, him it and gross. we were all watching it sort some of. people do that because they don't want like their kids they they want to they want to like sort of get their kids straight before they become gay sort of thing so they're like <laughs> they expose them to like you know like naked women and stuff like that right, in right. some hope they think that's all it is that they, yeah. whatever they see first that's what they'll go for i think that's like a, a <laughs> fairly fairly common thing to happen especially if there's Maybe. like any worries like oh my god he asked for a sewing machine for his birthday like let's get him fucking some playboys quickly before he like he Comes too gay or whatever, mm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think it, I think it does happen. Yeah, some people worry about that shit. Yeah, holy shit. 
Wow. Well, we're all just now thinking about Playboys, and we're going to have to have a quick break. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just got to get some toilet paper. Back in Be back in about 15 days. <laughs> 15? Jeez. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, see. all right. Well, I think that's a good podcast. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Uh, we're going to let yeah. you guys go. Thanks for listening. We'll we'll be back next week with some yeah. more um, of this. You can check out me and Sips and Prefix playing games together on Team Double Dragon as usual on YouTube. And uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.